Hello and welcome to You Me and the Economy. As the protest against price rise and the deepening inequality rock parliament, the looming recession is hard to ignore. At the same time, efforts are in place to sell BSNL soon, even as sale of 5G spectrum takes place. My name is Kavita Kabir and here is your weekly roundup of economy and finance. There is no question of stagflation or recession in India, says the finance minister. She said that the fundamentals of the economy remain healthy and cited India's debt-to-GDP ratio, record GST collection, declining gross NPAs in banking and so on. She agrees that there is some inflationary pressure, but it is not out of control. Recovery is going to be a difficult task due to the Ukraine crisis, rising prices and supply shocks. Even the IMF has warned about the impending global recession. Experts predict similar fates for the US, Europe and China eventually. And the US already seems to be unofficially in a recession. But for the finance minister, a Bloomberg survey is enough to conclude that India will not be affected by the looming recession. She even thinks that this can be in fact a boon for India as it would ease the prices and help check inflation. It doesn't take much economics to know that such optimism is foolhardy. The free fall of rupee has landed us in imported inflation with direct ramifications on current account deficit. The monetary tightening by the US is already leading to capital outflow. As economist Jayati Ghosh says that such is the nature of capital today that they fly out of emerging markets at the slightest sight of panic. A recession is bound to create an exodus of capital. The industry is already tensed and there are growing concerns everywhere. Even as just 7% of the global economy, will it be possible for India to escape the recession as the whole world plunges into it? Senior journalist Prasanna Mohanty in fact says that India's growth was minus 6.6% when the global average was minus 3.1%. So if the global average falls below 3.6%, as is being predicted by the IMF, India cannot expect to soar or even stay afloat in an island given our entrapments in global finance. Dr. Subramanam Swami of the BJP has gone so far to say that India will not go into recession in future because it is already experiencing it now. This monsoon, the parliament is witnessing several protests in the wake of the skyrocketing price rise and new GST measures implemented by the government. The opposition was demanding a discussion on the issue from the beginning, which finally took place on Monday, after two weeks of protesting. Everyone has seen household expenditures soar in the past few months. While the RBI has raised the repo rate in the past few days to curb price rise, monetary policy alone is unlikely to achieve that result. In response to the opposition's allegations, the finance minister said that despite the pandemic and the disruption of supply chains due to the Ukraine war, India continued to be the fastest growing economy in the world. She even asked the Lok Sabha to feel proud for this country. The Minister of State for Finance said that there was no mehengai in the country. Some other BJP members said that people should be grateful to PM Modi for providing them with two free meals a day, referring to Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Yojana on free distribution of limited amount of monthly ration to target groups. 
India's largest ever auction of 5G Spectrum Airwaves saw bids over 1.50 lakh crore from groups run by tycoons Mukesh Ambani, Sunil Bharti Mittal and Gautam Adani. The 5G Spectrum offers ultra-high speeds which is about 10 times faster than 4G. It also offers lag-free connectivity and can enable billions of connected devices to share data in real time. The government is happy that it made over 1.50 lakh crore. While the reality is that the private operators already owned Rs 1.60 lakhs to the government, these dues in the form of aggregate gross revenue have not been paid for decades. The government kept deferring them and even assured the private operators that this debt would be converted to equity. So basically, the private operators have got the 5G spectrum for free, while the country's own BSNL is left in the cold as usual. Earlier, it was kept out of the 4G auction, then denied permission to run using Western and Chinese technology, citing security reasons and in the name of Make in India, while the private sector with 90% market share was already riding on it. And now, as the private operators expand their bastions to 5G, BSNL is provided with 4G, which will take some more time to roll out. By that time, the entire data market will be captured by private operators through the 5G spectrum. And 4G will be completely obsolete. They will have to rely on those regions which private operators have left out due to low profit margins. The 4G license to BSNL is likely to be a disaster in disguise. Or who knows the sudden love from the union government is to pep up the public service unit for sale. Indian Oil Corporation posted a net loss of Rs 1,992 crores in the first quarter of this financial year. The combined loss of all the public sector oil marketing companies on selling petrol and diesel at rates below cost is estimated at Rs 10,700 crores in the same time. Why is the question? Because they are not allowed to hike prices according to the changes in the international market. Remember those sermons of the union government on how oil companies were free to decide on prices? This is happening even as the union government continues to collect Rs 19.90 per litre on petrol and Rs 15.80 per litre on diesel as taxes and cess. In effect, the union government is shifting its responsibility of managing inflation onto these PSUs. The country is purchasing crude from Russia at a discount of up to 25 US dollar per barrel. Based on this low-cost purchase of Russian crude, high margins on export of refined fuels, and nearly non-existent taxes, private refiners like Reliance have posted record profits in the same quarter. Yet another example of privatizing profit and socializing losses in this much-celebrated Amritkal in New India. Thanks for listening to this episode of Yumi and the Economy. For more news and analysis, check out our website www.senfa.org and keep listening to Yumi and the Economy.